Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in. It's exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. Our special guest is here with us. His name is Steve Combs, was here last week. We got some good feedback from last week's broadcast. Thank you for uh, coming in. And he's a facilitator. And he's a grief coordinator with Grief Share. And he, this grief share is all over the world. There are thousands of people who take part in this grief share, especially in Canada, in the U.S., other countries. And the program has been has proven to be effective. Steve is a trained facilitator in that process and support group program. And of course, we're just happy to have him here tonight. Let's give Steve a hand for being here tonight, if you will, please. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> I appreciate the invite. Steve, if someone wants to contact you about the workbook or about Grief Share, what's the best number they can contact you by? They can call me at 478 550 0530 or text me. And then the email is on the uh, bottom of the screen there, grief ministry at NLM. It stands for New Life Ministries, Church of God, COG.com. So New Life Ministries, Church of God at. Well, it's just was- NLM, just the, okay. the, just the abbreviation. Okay. So that's Church of God. Uh, Steve has a workbook that has three main components. And that's what Steve, that was, uh, you have the videos. What was your other two? Yeah, Grief Share has three components. One is a 30 to 40 minute video that's got uh, professionals, pastors, counselors who have worked in the area of grief for many years. And then testimonials from people who have lost loved ones. And they go back and forth and they talk about uh, the experience and how to deal with it. And then we have a uh, about a 20 to 30 minute group sharing time after that. And then the third component is this workbook. It's 130 something pages. There are 13 sessions uh, in a program, and they're weekly. And you can find out uh, the church closest to you by going to griefshare.org, put in your zip code, and it will show you a list of the nearby churches that are hosting Grief Share. And again, I want to say publicly, Steve coming at the very last minute last week. He only had a half a day or a day notice. <laughs> but Steve, again, glad to have yes, you here. Yes, I really want you yes. to know that. I want to say that publicly. Thank you. Thank to you. our questions. Well, first of all, friend, if you want to chime in, you can. We have about 20 minutes of discussion here. And our number, if you want to email, connect with us tonight, you can. Number is one 538 3664 one 538 If you want to uh, tap in live tonight, also, 
go to YouTube and type in Church of God in Macon, Georgia. You'll see the live uh, banner there. For our counseling line for Wounded Hearts, you can dial phone 478-283-9093, 478-283-9093. You can email us also, too, for Wounded Hearts, and that email is uh, www, of course, and that is oh, what, the email. My, it's at the bottom. Right. It's fine. Okay. It's R-E-E-E-E-C-H-O-N-E <laughs> at AOL. Charge it to my head and not my heart or vice versa. But it's yeah, fine. That's yes, sir. dot com. Amen. Yes, so <laughs> to our questions tonight, Steve. Want to discuss, Steve, what to say and what not to say to someone who is mm-hmm. grieving. What should a person say if they're in grief? And you go to them, friend, neighbor, what should be said? Um, I would say before you talk with them, um, see if they're uh, talkative. You might want to just listen first. Sure. If they're, if sure. they're in the mood, if they want to be talkative and tell you what they're feeling, what they, how it happened, what they went through, let them share what happened first, and then you can uh, ask questions or make comments. And I think all of us have heard people say the wrong thing. Sure. So a list here. We're going to go over uh, things that you should say and things that are not good things to say to someone who's grieving. Please, if you would. Okay, um, if you've listened to them or if, they, if they're not talkative, you can, most people say this, um, I'm sorry for your loss. Okay. And just be speak from your heart when you say that. Sure. Um, and another thing to say that's comforting is I'm praying for you. Yes. True. Mm-hmm. And be sincere. Sure. And then you'll often hear this one, oh, what can I do to help? But what you want to do is be specific. Um, let them know that, hey, do you need somebody to come, um, you know, take the car and get it filled up or go mm-hmm. run get some groceries for you? Do you need me to bring a meal? What can I do that's practical to help you? Can I, you know, take some family member somewhere or, you know, there's a lot of practical things you could do. Sure. True. Sure. Sure. They really are available and you can do that some is things true. to help them. Sure. Sure. Um, because, Steve, sometime in grief, you're not thinking clear, you know, and you're in shock and, and you don't know truth. you forget to pay a bill. or And so those things can help to keep things stable, I think. They really can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing you can do is to recall um, positive things that you remember about the loved one that they lost. Um, good memories, uh, good characteristics of that person. Uh, you know, recall how they helped somebody or they helped you. Um just remind them of that, that, you know, this was a, a good person that you lost and I appreciated sure. them and I appreciate you. Sure. Yeah. Trust, try, try to be comforting. Mm-hmm. Now there's some things that you, we probably heard that you should not say. You should not say. Uh, okay. These are things you should not say. And the first one is probably pretty common. I know how you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know how they feel. Yeah. We're all different. We all have a different grief journey. We process it differently. You may have lost the same family member, but that doesn't mean you know how they feel at the moment or what they've gone through that day or that week 
So just be sensitive and, and say something like, um, I can relate to your loss because mm-hmm. I lost this person or that right. person. Right. But I and I admit I don't really know how you feel today. I don't know how you're doing. Tell me how you're doing. How's That's it going true. for you now? That's good. I yeah, like that. it, it is good. Yeah. That is good. How are you feeling? Right. How are you doing today? Yeah. Yeah. That's therapeutic, yeah. I think, too. Yeah. And it is a daily walk. Um, yeah. You take it one day at a time. Yeah. Yes, so true. Yeah. Now, Steve, your wife has been passed how long now? Uh, just about five years. Five years. Next week will so, be five years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. But yeah, it is. What do you have next that I should? Well, say yeah, there's a lot of things you shouldn't say. Uh, <laughs> here's one. You'll get over it in time. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> um, you will grow through it. Necessarily. Any uh, questions from our listeners? We do. Carrie Ann okay. asked, when does the reality of a person being gone finally set in? Wow. Good question. Very good. Um, it varies. I would say most people, um, when they go to the visitation and they go through the funeral, they go through the graveside service. If they haven't realized it, then they go home to, they go back to an empty home or a home where they can't call that loved one or go to their place, um, send them an email. Um, I don't think it takes long for people to realize that that person is not on earth anymore. Steve, would you say that the sooner I realize that is when the healing can take place? Yeah, it's a, it's a big step. Uh, you have to face the fact that um, they're not with you anymore. They were part of your life. You value the time you had with them. You thank God for the time you had with them but they're not with you and you're going to have to face the fact that you're going to go through a grief process. Just, just the way God designed us. Uh, we have complex emotions, our feelings and things come up in our mind and the way we think, and we don't understand. We're all taken aback by the grief process, but you have to face it and work through it. And often uh, you will need some help and you can get it in a form of uh a personal counselor, uh, perhaps a pastor or a godly friend. But I have found that a small group is most effective. And that's where Grief Share shines. Uh, they've developed this program over decades. It's proven. Uh, it's very effective. And my recommendation is that you find a Grief Share group at a, ho- at a church that's hosting that program close to you and call the facilitator and just talk with them and say, how many, you know, how many people come and, you know, what's it like? And, how far along are you in the program and can I come visit and just talk with a couple of them. If you're not comfortable with one, uh, just pick a church and, and, uh, and go visit. You'll be surprised at how effective it is. And if you don't have one in your area, maybe want to start one. We'll take a station break. Friends, this is wounded hearts, wounded churches podcast tonight. If you've been hurt or wounded, we are here for you. You're not by yourself where to reach out to you in those three areas of healing, reconciliation, and forgiveness. So we're here for you to support you in that process. Our special guest tonight is Steve Combs, facilitator in the Grief Share program. Steve, what else should I not say to people 
who are going through the grief process. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say at least they're not suffering anymore. Sure. I wouldn't say God doesn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a common one. God doesn't give you any more than you can bear. <laughs> That's just not a good thing to say to somebody who's, who's in the midst of grief. Mm-hmm. Um, it's God. It's God's will that this happened. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let that person get their relationship with the Lord restabilized because often grief, um, it can cause you to, you know, question God. You ask why and you're not getting the answer and you may not pray as much or you may stop going to church. Uh, you may go even further than that if you don't have a good close relationship with the Lord. Um, but you've got to uh, be reconciled with the Lord. And we actually have a prayer that, uh, that, that's been offered that we can go over a little bit later. Um, some people, uh, you know, it's common to lose a child. I say common, uh, you know, a newborn or a miscarriage or an abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you shouldn't say you can always have another child. Mm-hmm. True. That, that's not going to help. And also you, um, you shouldn't say, well, at least you have, this other child or you have other children it's mm-hmm. almost like saying you know get over it you've got other children that's not appropriate and then the last thing you shouldn't say is you're just going to have to move on mm-hmm. um you don't really move on from uh, a relationship yeah. no, it's, it's, no you don't nope no you don't you have to adjust to the changes see i think people say those things they're trying to help out and their intention is good but yeah. they need to understand that that's mm-hmm. not how you go about it. Right. So friends, tonight we're talking about these things because you may have said that before, but now we know better what mm-hmm. to say and what not yes. to say. Mm-hmm. Steve, I'd like to talk about that prayer reconciliation. What does that mean to you? How can we use that in the grief process? Um, I think um, if you have had a strained relationship with the Lord, you're going to reach a point where you're ready to come back and say, okay, Lord, I I didn't respond well. I haven't responded well. I haven't sought your face. I haven't prayed like I used to. Uh, I've had hard feelings about this. And, and so I've I've got a prayer suggest just give you some ideas. Um, Okay. And I'll just read it. Uh, It's a prayer of reconciliation. Father God, I confess this loss has caused me to question you and pull away from you. Yes. Please forgive me in Jesus' name. You are sovereign, and it's not my place to require an explanation of you. Mm. I commit to seek your face and to meditate on your word. Thank you for the time that I had with my loved one. As you have promised, I ask you to forgive me and give me praise for depression, beauty for ashes, comfort and joy for mourning. And now by faith, I receive healing and peace and hope for the future. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy, mercy, your love and your grace. I love you and trust you in Jesus name. Um, A prayer like that um, can help you reestablish your uh, close walk with the Lord. Beautiful prayer. 
Mm-hmm. Steve, are there triggers that can trigger grief? Are there triggers that can cause yes. grief? Or how should we handle triggers? What, what, what can we do about yeah. that? Grief fear causes those being ambushed. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Something comes out of nowhere. You didn't expect it. Um, mm-hmm. It can be, um, you might, for a, for a man that's lost his spouse, you might smell uh, the perfume that your wife wore somewhere and that immediately brings back uh, it, it may well trigger you um you may uh, be going along and all of a sudden you just remember when they died you have mm. this vision this this image in your head that that recurs and it can trigger you and bring tears um it's unpredictable um I remember when my dad passed, um, I really hadn't broken down too much. Um, but just a day or two later, I was out in the yard and I heard the wind blowing in the, in the top of the pine trees and he and I spent a lot of time outside and it just, that triggered me and I started Mm. to cry. So you never know what's going to remind you vividly of that loved one. Just, don't worry about crying though. There's, there's healing in the tears. Go ahead and cry and don't, don't uh, fret about it. Any questions from our listener? Not at the moment. No, sir. Okay. All right. Some people, Steve, are angry in grief. Is it because they didn't do what they should have done to the person or left some things undone? Do you, hear a lot of the anger within the grief process. Yeah. Um, Yeah. One of the 13 um, lessons is about anger. Uh, Some people really struggle with that. And there's a whole session dedicated to uh, why you're angry and how to face it and deal with it. Uh, I I don't recall the particulars, but Tanil, you had a question. Yeah. Is it, with guilt? I mean, I know you said that there's different reasons, but do you think, because I myself have witnessed that where after the person dies, there's so much anger built up. And I would question, well, while they were living, you know, this person wasn't as close to this individual as they should be. Why is this behavior, uh, you know, it was just so strange. So I questioned whether if guilt had something to do with that anger. I think that's one of the um I think they sort of tie that together. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, um, it's about the ninth lesson. Uh, the title is Guilt and Anger. So those seem to be related. Yeah. And okay. uh, I'm not a counselor, so I can't really address that in detail, but I can tell you that Grief Share does. Okay. And it's important that we treat people right. So when it's they true. pass, we yes. don't have that guilt. That or so that true. anger or that yeah. wish I would have done this or that. That's right. That's the right. person you're sitting by in the church may be not here next year, next month. So we want to make wow. sure that we're treating people like right. Christ said. Right. Thank you for that answer, uh, Steve. I appreciate that. And uh, so, Tanil, do you have any feedback? Your mom passed recently. What have you been doing to work through the process? I want uh, Steve to comment on that. Well, um, I like what he said earlier, that ambush. 
because I, yeah, I definitely I have, I have uh, experienced yeah. that. I mean, it could be a too. song. It could yeah. be, you know, you yeah. know what her voice is like. I mean, yeah. it, it just, and you can't run. There's, no. there's just mm-hmm. no way, no. no place to no. hide from no. that. No. And I think that, that to me is challenging. Yeah. Um, all you can do really is cry. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really know what else other than prayer and crying. There's no yeah. real way to get rid of yeah. that. So I would, you know, I would probably need more help in that area and knowing how to handle that. Steve, I've experienced that too, those ambushes, those yes. triggers. Yes. I mean, often, you know, yes. often. <laughs> so we should, should we just face it and just. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, Wow. It will get. It will. They will be less frequent as time goes by, mm-hmm. as you're as you're healing, and that's part of the process. Yeah, Steve, we had someone who wants to get a copy of that prayer. Could you read that one more time, please? I think yes. it was therapeutic to our listeners tonight. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's a prayer of reconciliation. Father God, I confess. This loss is. He froze. You were sovereign. Good. And it's not my place to require an explanation of you. I commit to seek your face and meditate on your word. Thank you for the time I had with my loved one. As you have promised, I ask to give. I ask you to give me praise for depression. Beauty for ashes, yes. Comfort and joy for mourning. And by the way, those are all in Scripture. Yes. All these phrases you will find in the Word. By faith, I receive healing, peace, and hope for the future. Thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I love and trust. A little bit there. Yeah, starting. What it was a. Sure. Any questions from our listeners? We do have a question from Carrie Ann. She asks, do the flashes or memory of when the person died ever stop? Um, they may, the memory, the memory won't disappear, but I don't know about the um, intensity. The intensity of the, like you call them, the flashes, the intensity should decrease over time. Because that healing process um, kind of puts you uh, back in a normal mode, whereas you were in a mental fog before, your emotions were totally unsettled, uh, you couldn't think clearly, you couldn't focus, uh, and then these these triggers hit you. But uh, as you heal and uh, you get back close to the Lord, and you're in the Word and you're praying. Um, you will begin to stabilize and you shouldn't have a continuing problem with that. And if you do um, seek some help. Steve, I concur with that. Uh, the, the last month, my wife passed uh, Jasmine Vanderson and myself and Linda, a young lady, she was a nurse. They were there and I thank God for them. But we had to, she had three areas of tumor that we had to clean out and repackage and disinfect. 
And, you know, uh, I have no medical background. And to see that was quite shocking. I think what she's asking also, too, is did those images of the suffering, the images of the blood, et cetera, does that get better? And Steve, you nailed it. The healing process takes time, like you said. Mm-hmm. And as we, but your other point was in, in your notes is God is the key. Friends, mm-hmm. if you've been helped from this podcast, let us know. Yes. If you've been saved, let us know. But like Steve said in his notes, God is the key. He brings on healing. Am I right, Steve? Yes, that's right. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Well, friends, we've gone beyond time uh, tonight. Again, we do thank Steve for being here. Yes, yes, and yes. if you're if you're interested in these groups, let him know. It could be a soul winning outreach to reach yeah. people who are hurting. And if you don't have one in your area, talk to Steve and begin one. And because others need help, True. so you could be a, a catalyst and a conduit to seek people who are hurting and lead them to Christ. So, Steve, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Love you much for your input. Neil, thank you so much. And others who are listening tonight, the Lord bless you.